This is the E-Commerce Brain Trust, a podcast about building momentum online for established consumer brands. Join our hosts and their expert guests for high-level conversations about e-commerce strategies, trends, and innovations. Access our Brain Trust and boost your brand's e-commerce potential. Hello and welcome back to the E-Commerce Brain Trust podcast. I'm your host, Kiri Masters from Bobsled and Acadia Company. Great to have you with me today. It's just little old me today sharing um, a recap of an article I posted for Forbes uh, a couple of weeks ago about how Amazon is looking more like a social media platform and how brands can really start to leverage that. What are the opportunities for growth here that Amazon is presenting for brands? And just a quick shout out, if you happen to miss last week's episode with Calvin Lammers from Truff, it was a banger. It was all about how D2C business model has come under a little bit of skepticism lately. And, you know, having a viewpoint on that, I thought was important uh, from the opposite end of the spectrum. I have certainly been speaking with a lot of brands who've seen their CPC Uh, increased on social channels like Facebook and Instagram and also with Google with the new IDFA security changes and the cost of acquisition certainly increasing on D2C channels. But I think that a lot of the the doomsday narrative is overblown. And so it was great to speak with Calvin, who is a very experienced D2C um, guy and has a very pragmatic viewpoint on that whole argument. So if you didn't catch that episode, what you can do is subscribe to this podcast and then you'll see all of the the episodes um, pop up in your app and you won't miss something like that next time. So let's jump into today's topic, which is Amazon is looking more and more like a social media platform and how your brand can benefit from that. So if you've visited Amazon lately as a shopper and particularly on mobile, which as a side note, I think it's incredibly important, but also underutilized for brand side marketers, as well as agencies and consultants like what we do, um, you always you need to pull out a mobile device to navigate Amazon, see how your brand is showing up in search results and what ads look like. That is how at least half of Amazon shoppers are actually navigating the platform, looking at your products, looking at your content, doing comparisons. So to really get in the mind of your shopper, you definitely need to be pulling out that mobile device frequently to be able to get that perspective. That is particularly as we're talking about this topic, which is Amazon's got all these sort of social engagement, shopper engagement and branding opportunities, 100% needs to be reviewed and strategies sort of developed based on what the mobile experience is going to be like. So that sort of PSA aside, um, it was recently reported that Amazon has been testing its own version of TikTok among its employees. And this is, you know, it, it could go nowhere. Ultimately, this is a, when you talk about that, use case currently it's a very small audience amazon tests a lot of things so it could become something it could not but 
that you know that little data point is just one of many showing how Amazon is trying to really beef up the discovery phase of the shopping experience. Obviously, Amazon is a conversion machine, very, very good at converting shoppers into buyers. Lots of things going for them there. They really invested in building a review ecosystem. So, you know, shoppers are pulling out their phones in Best Buy or at Ulta or wherever they're shopping in person and they're showrooming, they're checking the reviews on Amazon because for a lot of, across most categories, Amazon has the most number of product reviews. It's also where you know brands are investing in content. People are able to make comparisons there. So so many reasons why Amazon converts really really well. Prime membership program is another one, but they haven't really been as successful with the upper stage of the shopping journey, the discovery, the inspiration, the. I didn't know that I wanted that thing, but now I now I want it. It's much more of a place that you go to buy something or research something when you know you already want it, when you know it already exists, when you know that brand exists, it's the place to actually transact. But Amazon wants it all, and they want it all because two reasons. It's going to ultimately help with driving more sales if you can present more products to people and inspire them and and engage with them and, and ultimately get them to purchase, then that's great. There's also obviously like an advertising play here as well, which is um, even if some of these branding opportunities aren't immediately monetized, if Amazon can get people to be spending more time on the app or engaging with um, branded content, then they're learning more about that shopper. They're learning what they're interested in, you know, much like what what happens with social media algorithms like TikTok especially is lear learning very quickly what kind of content people like and serving more of that up to them or things that they, you know, other, and uh, adjacent content that they think they will like. And so you can imagine if Amazon is able to build a similar kind of algorithm that could be very powerful, not just to drive sales, but to as a, you know, as some additional, um, uh, in-market shopper data, psychographic data that they have about all of the shoppers that were able to then leverage using DSP advertising, for example. So Amazon is very, very motivated to develop that upper stage of the funnel, even though I don't think they have really cracked the code on it yet. One, <laughs> this is going back a, a long ways, but I think it was back in 2017, I believe, there was a program called Amazon Spark, which no one really knows or talks about very much. It was very quietly shut down because it clearly wasn't working. But it was it was sort of like an Instagram um, feature within Amazon where you could post photos and this would be on the shopper side or on the you know on the user side. You could post pictures of stuff that you bought and like add little comments and you could follow people but there were a number of problems with that from my perspective it really wasn't clear what the use case of that was was this for sort of like showcasing and highlighting products that you would bought so you can recommend them to your friends and followers on spark um, the other problem i saw with it was brand amazon didn't engage brands with that 
and brands have really a lot of a lot of interest in developing content especially social content so if they had actually invited brands to that program i think it would have been a lot more dynamic it was just sort of like a you know a tumbleweed rolling through a ghost town on that feature and it just it never took off so that was 2017 i've sort of seen like little remnants of spark come back through programs like amazon posts where brands can post but you know, obviously they, they took that next step and, and made that for brands. So little little bits and pieces have shown up since then. But I, just to make a point that Amazon's tried a number of things, they're still trying a number of things. Um, and I think it is still worthwhile uh, investing time and budget in testing these things out because not everything is going to catch fire, but some things will. And being early, early on these programs so that you can generate the the insights and data is always going to be helpful. The first sort of opportunity for brands that exists today that I'll call out is influencer content on Amazon. So for the past few months, I have noticed when I'm scrolling Pinterest and Instagram in particular, Amazon has been buying up big media placements with influencer content that leads back to that influencer's storefront page. So what does that mean? I'll be on Pinterest scrolling through and I see an ad that says, browse our influencers top picks in home decor on amazon.com. And that is an ad that Amazon has bought on Pinterest. And then I've also seen um, influencers with content on Instagram or Pinterest that Amazon has actually paid to sponsor that content and drive more traffic back to that influencers storefront page or some kind of landing page on Amazon. So Amazon is doing big media buys to promote its influencer network and the fact that you can now sort of shop from your favorite influencers on Amazon. They have the influencers are able to build their own storefronts where they have their recommended products and they can kind of merchandise that. I have personally done that before. There is a, um, there's an influencer that I follow on Instagram called, I think the Hillary style. And it's, she's like a interior decorator and I like her style. And when I'm looking for something new for my home, I will go to her Amazon storefront page where she has curated all of these products that she likes from Amazon. So that curation is really helpful for me as a customer because it's helping with that inspiration sort of upper funnel piece of the piece of the shopping picture that Amazon Amazon's not often hadn't previously been used for much. <laughs> so this this is one way to get at that curation and just overall Amazon is really sort of diving into this world of influencers being the curators of amazon.com and trying to drive more sort of followers to those influencers as well. So another thing that is pretty new that I noticed on the Amazon app, again, I, I haven't seen this on desktop. So again, going back to my public service announcement, please, please, please use the app as much as you can when you're um, researching your own brand um, because I recently saw hobby and interest related content um, and I was asked by Amazon in the app to add my interests 
so ostensibly I'd be served more content and products around those interests. So there was a few different hobbies and interests like camping, baking, even like what Marvel characters do you like? Um, so I did pick Spider-Man because my son loves Spider-Man and so I'm, I'm expecting to see some more Spider-Man related content. Um, but this is, this is very interesting because obviously Amazon can also use this data for uh, its DSP audience targeting options and then probably also organically like putting content and products in front of me because I said I liked hiking and camping. I might see some more of that content. I might see some more posts from brands around that. Um, they may even start targeting me with hiking and camping content on Instagram and Pinterest now. I'll have to have to look out for that. But um, this is this is really helpful for brands because it seems to be deepening that pool of first party data that Amazon has around who is interested in what kind of products and content that we would potentially be able to leverage later on with something like Amazon DSP advertising. What was interesting about that was there was not any interests that I could select around beauty and fashion. And these are two areas that Amazon's really ramping up, um, you know, trying to get a, a foothold in. And in the case of like beauty in particular, very, very many opportunities for content um, and engaging with people up a funnel, tutorials and things like that. So that was quite surprising to me. Maybe they're planning to build out something separate. All right, so I've got two more sort of trends that I've noticed, and then I'll just jump in with a quick summary of how brands can take advantage of these. So the third one here is Amazon Live Video, uh, or Live Streams, sorry, I think that that's, they call it Amazon Live, and then refer to them as Live Streams, so sometimes I get a little confused. But um, this is, you know, this has been around for a couple of years now, it's hard to get a read on how successful it is both for Amazon and for brands. I hear very much, very, very mixed reports about Amazon Live as a marketing channel. One thing that is very, very clear though, is it's much more effective for a brand to be partnering with an influencer to do live video than for a brand to run their own live video. And that has something to do, I think, with the concept of followers on Amazon, which is a relatively recent thing. When you go to a brand store, let's say Hurley, on the top left corner, you see a follow button and you can follow that brand. And there's a couple other places around that you can follow a brand. It's not super obvious a lot of the time, um, but once you follow a brand, you'll start seeing more of their posts and you'll also be notified, especially on the app, on, on your mobile device, when a brand or a person you follow on Amazon goes live with a video. So you can imagine that um, brands, because it, it's not super obvious how to follow them, it's not really sort of developed into people's behavior yet. Uh, they don't, people don't follow a lot of brands, but they're probably with those influencers that have moved over to Amazon, um, those influencers might have tens or hundreds of thousands or 
millions of people following them. And so when they go live, that notification, that push notification gets sent out to all these, you know, Amazon shoppers that XYZ influencer is live on Amazon right now. So they just have a lot more reach. And there's probably also just a little bit more kind of credibility of someone who is really, you know, an influencer and like seemingly a little less partial than a brand, you know, a representative from the brand actually doing a demo of how to use their products or whatever. So th that's one, one area where there's a very clear night and day difference in results from brands that try and do their own live streams versus engage with influencers. It is, like I said, um, something I, I, uh, I have heard from some brands about having great results here. I've also heard from brands who've tried it and not been super excited about the results. So it is, it, it's still out there. Amazon is still really promoting it. Um, could be an opportunity for especially some larger brands. Okay, and I did already mention followers. That is that that is sort of this ecosystem that underpins a lot of these uh, social-like content that Amazon's rolling out. So how can brands leverage this? One is, I've already mentioned Amazon DSP, which is Amazon demand-side platform. It's their programmatic advertising platform. It goes much further beyond what sponsored ads offers in terms of audience targeting at creative and placements. So um, with this data that Amazon's collecting from the more so social content, ostensibly we will get more rich de uh, like demographic and interest and activity related uh, data that goes into the DSP and then we can use that to actually target shoppers where they are on their shopping journey. We can see, you know, we can target people who have been shopping for espresso machines. We can target people who have shopped from like similar categories. We can shop people based on interests and all of that kind of thing. So I expect the DSP audience targeting options to become richer as a result of this. Uh, second thing that brands can do is try to increase your followers. I think getting in early on an emerging ecosystem of brand followers is is really going to benefit you long term. When you have followers, you can do a couple of things. You can start posting Amazon posts, which are kind of what they sound like, just sort of visual content that shows up organically. You don't pay for it, just shows up on people's shopping apps when they're searching for competing products um, or just sort of organically throughout the app in particular. So this is this is a freebie, like you don't pay for this. You just have to invest the time and energy in creating some content and tracking what works. We do this for our clients at Bobsled as well. We just repurpose a lot of the social content that goes through other social channels for a brand and see what see what works and, and start developing more content around that. The other one you can do is obviously live video. And then finally, there is a new program called, this is the worst name ever, Manage Your Customer Engagement. <laughs> there really needs to be a better name for this. It's essentially an email client that you can, se you can send product announcements and deals out to your followers through this tool. It, is, it sounds amazing. I think the promise is really there. This is exactly what brands have 
wanted for years and years and years. Amazon is not going to tell you who your shoppers are or give you their email addresses ever, but they can now um, give you the ability to contact them through an Amazon sort of formatted email and let them know about deals and um, new product launches, which is awesome. It is still very early with that program. It's very buggy. The email formatting is not super pretty or engaging. There's very limited things that you can do. So I'm, I'm very cautiously optimistic about this program. It has a lot of promise right now. It is you know, pretty, it's not producing incredible results yet, but I think part of that is also that a lot of brands haven't built out a big network of followers. So that is one reason to try and get your, like uh, to promote the fact that a customer can follow your brand. And the way that I've seen this done most often is on your storefront design, having a little banner at the top of the page, which is really eye-catching, that sort of has a little arrow or something pointing up to that follow button that reminds people that they can follow your brand and see new content, get notified about new products. So if someone is a real fan of your brand, they will want to do that. I think the issue is most shoppers don't know that that exists. So that there's a little bit of education that brands can do around that. Other things that brands can do is build Amazon into your influencer programs. This is, a, this is where things are going, especially with TikTok getting more popular. We are seeing and recommending to a lot of our clients that when as part of their influencer engagement strategy, whatever they're doing with influencers to build Amazon into that. So we can still see an increase in Amazon sales when a really great influencer campaign hits on TikTok, even if the TikTok influencer doesn't even mention Amazon. There was actually a really great case study on this podcast from um, Maya Crothers from a Skin, premium skincare brand called Circcell. You can look it up. Um, and what they, they, they had a beauty influencer campaign just totally catch fire. The influencer mentioned and linked to the Circcell.com shop, um, but they sold out. <laughs> it just went so well. They sold out on their D2C site and people then just started searching for Circcell on Amazon. And that then that just set off a whole new uh, wave of, of purchases on Amazon, even though the influencer didn't mention Amazon. But I do think you could really, uh, really drive some great results if you have your influencers uh, suggest Amazon as a place to purchase or even give them, um, give them specific uh, discount codes that they can share with their audience, like use the code Kiri2022 and you'll get 15% off or something like that. And then you can actually track, you know, which sales come from which influencer. But building that into your existing influencer campaigns is sort of a no-brainer. Amazon is really, you know, from an algorithm standpoint, seeming to be rewarding traffic from outside sources. And then uh, two more for you. One is upgrade content on product pages. So there are many, many more options for enhanced content on Amazon product detail pages than most brands are taking advantage of. Recently, Amazon made 
A plus premium content available to pretty much uh, any brand. There are some thresholds to meet. It will require an investment in terms of getting that creative together, but it's no longer something that's just available to the huge brands um, and they would have had to pay for it in the past as well. This is now available to you know, pretty much anyone. There are some requirements to meet around content quality though. And then finally, sponsored brand video ads. So this ad type, which displays, you know, it's, key, it's still keyword driven. Um, it displays in the search results for a given um, keyword. It now, that ad type allows a much more inventive and immersive content experience from brands. And so people are getting used, especially with video content on TikTok and Instagram Reels, consumers are engaging with video content more regularly. They like to see it. It's, there's lots of creative options that I'm seeing brands using now that are really, really engaging in the search results. So this is definitely not one to sleep on um, as you can really have a great chance of standing out by using that ad type. So um, that is how I'm seeing things shake out with Amazon becoming more like a social media platform, really investing in that top of funnel experience for shoppers. Lots of ways that brands can start engaging with this. I hope this gives you some ideas. And if you, of course, if you need some help with identifying what your strategy is and executing on it, this is what we do all day, every day at Bobsled Marketing. So if that is something that you're interested in, just reach out to us at bobsledmarketing.com. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you next week.